0: Hi, it's Amy Newmark, and this week I'm following my own advice about work-life balance. So I'm rerunning three of my favorite episodes from last November with some terrific advice to make you feel empowered, confident, and relaxed during the holiday season. Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief, Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with some Chicken Soup for the Soul inspiration for you as we enter the holiday season. Today, we're talking about compromise, just in time for that annual event, the negotiation over the Christmas tree. I'm going to share two stories today about abandoning perfectionism, being flexible, and creating new traditions. So in our first story, Alice Mushani tells us that she had just dragged out the Christmas decorations because her two daughters were coming by on the weekend to decorate the tree for her. Alice's grandson was being dropped off that day so that she could babysit him. So after she got the decorations out, she baked a batch of cookies for him, and then she put out some toys for him. But when four-year-old Randy arrived, he ignored the toys and the cookies, and he headed right to the tree. And then he opened the boxes and he started hanging ornaments where he could reach them and all in one clump. Alice distracted him with some hot chocolate, but then he got back to work. And before she knew it, there were dozens of ornaments clumped together, all hanging on for dear life in one little zone on the Christmas tree. Even the star, the one that was supposed to go on top, joined the other ornaments right where Randy could reach. Randy was so proud of his work, but of course it was the worst tree decorating ever. When Randy's mom arrived to pick him up, she told her mom, don't worry, we'll fix it on the weekend. But Randy heard that and he was quite concerned because he was so proud of his work. Alice assured him that the tree was perfect and they'd leave it just the way he decorated it. And Alice managed to stop herself from rearranging the tree several times. And when the whole family arrived for Christmas Eve, everyone chuckled over that mostly bare tree. Alice insisted over their protests that they take their traditional family photo in front of the tree too. Of course, Alice says it was the best tree they ever had. Now, Alice's compromise wasn't too big. She still had the tree she wanted, But we've got quite a few stories in our new book, Chicken Soup for the Soul The Wonder of Christmas, about bigger battles, like the one over an artificial tree versus a fresh cut versus a live tree. So, Brianna Almangore tells us that she was not happy when her new stepdad, Galen, dragged a live tree into their house. It was still in its root ball and it was going to be planted outside after the holidays. But Brianna's family had always had a much better-looking tree, one raised on a tree farm to be cut down for the holidays. And then, to make matters worse, Brianna's mother said they weren't going to use her family's traditional wooden ornaments. They were going to start fresh and make new memories with their new combined family. Brianna's father had passed away from a brain tumor, and her mom had remarried, and Brianna's new stepfather had lost his wife in a hit-and-run accident. Now, Brianna was the second born of four children in her family, and Galen had three children. So now there were seven children brought together in this new combined family. It was their first Christmas, and Brianna was being told that her family's traditions were being left out. That was way too much for a 13-year-old to handle. Her family had always bought a big, beautiful, full, freshly cut tree, not this scrawny tree meant to be planted outside, and her family had its own ornaments. But now it appeared that five months after they had already had to move an hour away from their old home to live in their stepfather's house with four new step-siblings, now Brianna was being asked to give up the Christmas traditions that she loved. Luckily, her mother and stepfather figured it out after that first Christmas together. And after that, they had two trees every year, the skinny live tree that her stepfather and step-siblings wanted, and the fresh-cut full tree that Brianna's siblings wanted. One tree was in the living room, and one was in the dining room. Brianna says, now that I am an adult, I appreciate and even applaud how my mother and stepdad skillfully parented us through an incredibly challenging time in all of our lives. I know now what I simply could not comprehend then, that my parents were doing the very best they knew how to do for all of us, trying to meet everyone's needs and measure out as much comfort and stability as they could muster. Making room for two Christmas trees was no small feat, but my parents made the effort. They moved furniture, they found the money, they made it happen. Because they loved my siblings and me, they did all they could to soften the blow of Christmases that were missing people, a mom and a dad. Now I am the mom, and every Christmas I drag my family out to the fields to find the perfect Christmas tree. I gravitate toward the roundest, tallest one we can find to fit under our eight-foot ceilings. And every year, this tradition reminds me of my mom and stepdad, two people with two big hearts who brought two families together each December under two Christmas trees. I'm Amy Newmark. Thank you for listening to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast today. If you love these stories and you would like to receive a Chicken Soup for the Soul story every day in your email inbox, you can do that. Just go to our website, chickensoup.com, and click on the podcast button. There you will see a menu item that you can click on to sign up for our free newsletters. Come back for our next episode when I'm going to talk with author David Matthew Barnes about why you should treat your career like an airport and always have something boarding, something taking off, and something landing.